And welcome back. I'm Mike with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially back in session. And we are here for another guest speaker episode, and today's podcast, man, I am so, so, so excited for this one. We got a North Shore, Massachusetts legend. Please, everyone, give a warm welcome to the one and only John Glass. Thank you so much for being here, John. This is, uh, this is awesome. I'm, I'm so excited to have you on this podcast, man, really. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It means it means uh, it means a ton to be here. Also, you know, like you said, represent the North Shore. So, you know, there's uh, the, the the true, the few of you know of us that would, that would still do it strongly. So happy to be here. Happy to you know t- tell my story a little bit and hopefully uh, inspire some other people. Absolutely, no doubt about it. So yeah, of course for backstory, uh, and anyone that doesn't know the podcast, with anyone fans of ours that don't, don't even know, like I'm from the North Shore originally. I'm from Danvers, and I know we were just talking off air. Like your studio was in downtown Danvers for a while, which is hilarious. You originally you originally from Beverly, so I won't hold that against you though, because there's a little bit of a Danvers Beverly rivalry for those people that don't Absolutely. really know the North Shore. But it's all good, you know. We're we're we're, we're past that now. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> I'm not in high school anymore. So plus you went to the yep. prep, so it's not that bad. But exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, man. So I mean, like I said, you're uh, you're a producer. You've been producing. You've been doing this for quite a while. And uh, you're you were a name that I even knew like before we even really got into the podcast and really started like uh, like doing interviews in in the, in the scene. So yeah, you know, really talk to me about like your your early years in uh, producing. Like where'd you get your start? And like how did um, how did kind of get you to get to like where you are now? I mean, um, I've always loved um, production. Like always, always been a huge fan of music production. Um, always really enjoyed. Uh, uh, listening to music and 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 just like I think I think I've just always been a fan of music first and then like I I, I my family was kind of had more of a musical background like my dad played like guitar and piano and my mom took piano lessons and my sister took piano lessons and while they were all doing that I was playing sports so so I never really like played too much when I was younger and then like in fifth grade I, I played a little bit of drums and and like uh you know had like the pad you know what I mean that they yeah, give you yeah. classes back then so I used to use that and then like when I was I was in fifth grade band and then I was the only kidding my class could keep tempo so they used to put me on the bass drum just kind of hitting the big drum and I was like I, I'm kind of bored doing this you know what I mean and <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um, but but not realizing even still like the, how important that was and how you know it's still uh rhythm and, and just pacing patterns how how it really just it, it, it goes hand in hand with obviously production and stuff so um but I started really when I was 18 um I've always loved music but never really like knew it was possible type of thing and never knew how to get started with like producing and, and doing, especially not really having like the background in it as much. And so uh, I was away at school um, for my freshman year of college at Wentworth when I was 18. And then I ended up uh, getting a cracked version of Fruity Loops and then it was off to the races and never looked back. And so I was pretty terrible for a very long time, but it's one of those things I just kind of stuck with it. And, and I always told myself that until I feel like uh, I gave everything I had or until I felt like I wasn't progressing, you know, that, that was the point where I had to kind of move on. But, you know, it, it, luckily that's never been the case. So it has, it certainly has not, man. And of course, uh, people definitely want to stay tuned for longer in this episode because you got some, some big names you've worked with and some very, uh, some notar- notable names for sure that you've done some production with. So we'll get into that in a little bit, but no, I mean, I agree. Like I, you're not, you're not really that great at anything when you start it, right? You're not just going to be, you're not going to pick something up and be amazing at it. Right. I mean, like I wasn't, I wasn't a good podcaster, you know, when I started this, I still, you know, I'm still working through things. All right. I'm on year three, but like, 
it's just it's just it's just the grind if you love it and you're trying to find like some kind of passion in it man like it's always that's that's the drive is to to get better the motivation right so absolutely um, yeah and you're, you're at where you're at now so so was your the first studio that you opened was that the one in Danvers is that is that like your very first one yeah so but um prior to to me actually having um like a uh, like a space and stuff I used to just do everything out of my mom's house and okay. so um, that was I was very lucky that my my mom was very supportive um, of of me just having turn, converting my bedroom basically into my studio and yeah. so I would sleep on like a you know a makeshift uh, you know bedroom area you know what I mean I just kind of took like a living room and just kind of like threw a bed in it in there and just that was kind of become my like, my, my, my bedroom area but then like my my bedroom itself ended up becoming the studio so I had like you know uh, all my computer stuff in there we actually had like a bunch i didn't have a booth at the time so i just took a bunch of blankets and i just kind of hung them around and, and and made that work so it's just it's it's interesting you know it wasn't a um ideal i guess you know what i mean but uh but we made it work you know still so so that was like the cool part of course yeah you definitely make it work so then so where was the transition for you like where were you like okay like i want to actually get a space for this and how did like because you were I right, think, like you were right by the fire station in Danvers, right? Like right yeah, downtown. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Right, now, it was used to be called the Better Business Building, um, and so like the whole building was filled with like other spaces and stuff, right. which I mean, right. which was cool. Because like, so there's a lot of people. There was a karate uh, school upstairs. There was uh, screen printers. There were um, you know other musicians and stuff too. There's actually a piano class um, that was right above me. Um, and so yeah, I think like at some point, you know, my mom was being super, you know, awesome with like letting me, you know, do do what I did at this at the, at the house. But you know, I think at some point she was like, all right, like we need to need to find you know you got to find a place to, to, to make you know you know it's it's, it's great I'm, I'm i love it but you know at this point it's time time to you know move on you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i was lucky to find a a space in this that basement unit basically of the better business building in danvers um i looked at a bunch of different spots nearby to see what we could find and that was like ended up being like the best one um that for at the time and basically it was like a glorified storage storage unit like the walls were like literally like this then like oh, wow. like and so it was it was tough at first i guess um trying to figure out how we we're gonna make it work with everything because yeah. of the sound and the loudness so i ended up like spending a lot of money just kind of getting the space like to a point where i could be sufficient without having to bother my neighbors so right. I, that's when i kind of invested into like a sound booth which i got was like a whisper room um which is great it, you know it, it's it's again i always looked at it as like investing myself investing into Definitely. into into the things i believed in and so um it wasn't cheap but again like it was it was worth it because i still have the whisper room to this day i, I can like break it down and build it back up and like bring it with me anywhere i want to go for the rest of my life you know what i mean and um and then like also it just like you know made sure that it was a good environment there so like you know got got shelving units for all my records i have a, I have a the plethora of records here you know and yep. and i took everything again out of out of my, my mother's house and and was able to set everything up here we got you know we got drums guitars and and the full mic set up everything we needed to, to produce and you know have a have a little studio to start so it's fantastic it's beautiful i love it yeah sure. i that's probably the, the toughest part is trying to figure out like the proper acoustics and everything like that in a space like that i feel like uh, absolutely it, yeah, that yeah. was definitely super hard because like especially with the wall so thin and the neighbors and stuff like mm. i ended up finding out like there were certain things i couldn't do as much during the day and i ended up becoming more of a night nighttime thing because there was less people there like the last businesses uh, would usually leave at like 6 p.m for the day so i'd have it like all night you know what i mean until mm -hmm. like six in the morning and till the, when the first business would come in so like right. i could just be there for like overnights basically and just be working constantly so so that was great you know i kind of learned uh, uh to make my schedule around their schedule so it was cool yeah yeah 
yeah, you, like you said, you just make it work, right? You just you're a grinder. I love that, and I, I've I've noticed that about you as I've you know done my research on you. I've, I've, you you give off that aura of like you're just a grinder, and I appreciate that a lot about you because I I'm I'm a grinder too. So it uh I, you know I think that's a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of when you're when you're starting off in something like that and, and you're trying to make make a you know a, you know make your make your ends meet with it. You know it's it's that's amazing. You're able to to create that space for you. And uh, shout out B Leafs who's uh, just just got done doing a little uh, beats with B Leafs tutorial with us and he's come on the podcast many times and he's he's helped us out a lot and he was he's telling me some stories about uh about that studio as well so i was, uh, it was, it was we had cool some of our that. first ever beat auctions there and beliefs came through for a couple of those we were definitely we were hoping to kind of turn that into like more of like a series and hoping to have him um, come back to do some future stuff and 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 his buddy jack as well who was a really dope instrumentalist yeah and so like it's definitely like one of the other things too with the studio i always wanted to make it feel like uh, a home base for the North Shore, like making sure, like I love having other people by, even in other sessions. Like I feel like having good creative energy around you is important. Mm. So I love having like, you know, obviously like like uh, you got to be careful with it too, because some people are very private and they want to be able to create on their own. But so other people, it's like I love having other energies there, like being able to provide uh, atmosphere and, and and charisma to the sessions. You know what I mean? Like having sure. other people around sometimes adds. To, to 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 you know to the songs you know what i mean and to the actual delivery of the music so i've always th- felt that was important to not just have a space for music but a safe space for creatives to come and feel comfortable you know yeah yeah and the collaboration's so key you know what i mean like you that's oh, that's yeah. where you get a lot of inspiration absolutely i mean um i even, even if people are a little bit like introverted into themselves with their creation like i just feel like you, you eventually at some point in time you're going to need somebody else right to help at least just to bounce ideas off of right like i mean you it just, helps it helps yeah. a lot you know like because again it's like i love having a second year on things you know being mm. creative you're so close to the products you work on that sometimes you obsess over them to a point where it almost you almost become your work your 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 own detriment you know what 100%. i mean because you're, yeah. you're too close and 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 you can almost lose the the clear vision of everything throughout the process. So it's good having other people around to bounce ideas off of, have a second opinion, have a second ear on it. Because just giving someone like a, a buddy of mine used to uh, from Phoenix down, uh, John Scott. He's an incredible engineer out of Mass. Um, he he once told me he's like, you know, um, I could give a, a mix I've been working on for for a day to to you know someone with a fresh ear and in five minutes they'll tell me what's wrong with it whereas you know i'm trying to figure it out for two days you know what i mean absolutely and like but just having that like that clarity of that you know that that fresh ear will sometimes give you a different perspective that you that you didn't see because you're so close you know oh, for sure yeah no that's a great point and um yeah i i agree it's like same thing with me like i that's why i have a team behind me because it's like people on my team uh, you know shout out my obviously my, my producer sam and yeah. you know my co-host phoenix rios like and everyone else that's associated with the podcast i mean they, they check me as well and and give me you know pointers and tips like they're not just you you need those people i think in your circle or like people that um that in your creative space that won't just be like oh yeah that sounds really good you know what i mean like they're actually going to give you like or that's eh, no that, yes man like, no yes man. no no like constructive feedback is like i i love that that's like the best thing for like that's how you know you have the right people around you when they're giving you like the proper constructive feedback it's so necessary especially in this and in, in any creative field honestly because um when creativity starts becoming, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the best word. Um, when people start, I guess, uh, showing appreciation for creativity based on clout and not based on the actual art itself, uh, that's when there's a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I like, we've always been really big about, even with when I was doing stuff in my mom's house, that we were always big at, like, if it leaves this the, the, these walls, 
like that means it's good enough you know what i mean because we're so hard on ourselves to make sure that the quality of the work is is that is so great that it like it's not going to leave these walls till we feel it's good you know what i'm saying so so it's like like that was always something so important like we would record 30 songs but you know maybe one or two of them would come out you know what i mean but like that's like kind of like the like i got that from like you know dre and stuff like listening to him and hearing him talk about music like you know, they'd be making an album and cutting 300 songs for a 16-track album. Oh, and, yeah, like, yeah. to anyone else, you'd be like, that's absurd. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's like sometimes you need to make a lot of crappy music in order for the good ones to shine, <laughs> yeah, you know? Definitely. And and you got to experiment and try stuff, too, because you don't want to make the same song over and over again. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's finding ways to keep, uh, you know, developing new new um, habit, creative habits and just new instances that you can, you know, shine on, you know? Yeah, and, re- and having, yeah. And having yes men will, will mess that all up. You know for what I mean? Sure, for sure. No, you, I love what you just said too, like reinventing yourself and like reinventing your sound, right? Like that's a like not just staying. I mean, again, like there are people, there are artists that have like their that their staple sound, right? Like the sound that they're known for or whatever. Of but I I love the artists specifically like that really push boundaries and like try try new things and really reinvent themselves and, and you grow with them. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, and like for that's sure. that's I think some of the best part of music too. Like don't get me wrong, there's definitely some artists where you're like, man, I just love like their old stuff. You know what I mean? I'm so I, I love like you know. But then Jay Z's like, you like my old stuff, buy my old album. You know what I mean? So it's like, like as an artist or as a creative person, you're supposed to grow. You know what I mean? You're supposed to evolve. Um, Mac Miller's um, trajectory to me was one of the one yeah. was an incredible one to watch. Outcast, I see them in the, on, the, on your wall in the back. You bet, yeah, like, absolutely. Like incredible. You know what I mean? To that and like Childish Gambino, another one. You know what I mean? Like these guys are. Um, are artists in the, in the purest sense, you know what I mean? Where they just let their artistry uh, take over and, 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 and take them down different lanes that, you know, you ne- keeps you guessing as a, as a listener, which I think is special, you know? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, we even just, it's funny you bringing all this up because we actually talked about this last week with Jordan Never Died. He's another producer, a Massachusetts based producer, a Boston specifically. But yeah, we oh, talked yeah. about, we, we talked about Gambino, like this Awaken My Love project, like, oh my, like how different that was than anything he had done. And same thing. And we it even, was like, amazing. A, yeah. Oh my God. It was, it was a, yeah. He brought that like psychedelic, like funk back into like the mm-hmm. mainstream, like, re, like a song like Redbone, like I, I couldn't believe it was like could be made in you know the 2010s like like a song like that you know what i mean it just it just blew me away it was like what was actually my favorite song of the decade i did like a a blog where i did my top 50 songs a decade and red bone was like number nice. one because it was just so good for me and um yeah, outcast it's for the soul yeah. it's it, yeah. it, 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 it kind of feeds all the senses you know what i mean like you listen to a song like that and it's like there's something special with music like that too it's like you can play that for anybody and someone and, and most people will right. understand and respect it and appreciate it you know what i mean exactly and so there's something dope about making universal music too it's like it's definitely something dope about making stuff that's niche but like when you can make something that like that you could feel proud of that the whole world can respond to like that's mm. dope you know absolutely yeah i mean like you said artists like outcast they reinvented their sound tyler the creator's another one he's kind of incredible had a, yeah he said another like similar like you said like jay-z like if you want my old stuff buy my old albums like tyler has said similar sentiments so i i i love that mac miller's another one too like uh th- what he was able to do with his sound throughout his yeah. career was and of course uh rest in peace mac but like what a what an amazing amazing musical journey for that man like uh. totally once he started singing it just opened him up to a whole different element and sonically and it just like it was just so cool like hearing him progress in that manner you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he was like he came up as like a, a a boom bap you know what i mean like like background and like that's 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 how i started i started literally just you know 
making like 90s beats and like you know yeah. stuff that inspired me like stuff inspired but like like by like dre and kanye and mm. ninth and pete rock and mm. you know dj premiere and like alchemist and like that's kind of was my vibe to start but then like you kind of figure it out and then and then you kind of you know you go down your own path eventually you know yeah um, i think i think evidence says uh he had this great quote he talks about how um i think it, the first thing you do is uh the first part of creating is like emulate uh is emulation or i think it, and then and then innov and then it comes innovation, innovation afterwards yeah. so it's like it's like you have to start by like greek you know recreating stuff that you're familiar with then then you almost borderline copy and then like then and then you're experimenting and then all of a sudden you innovate and then you kind of seek seek beyond that you know Absolutely. so it's like there's like three stages essentially i'm, I'm definitely butchering it but uh but uh <laughs> but it's it the sentiments there you know yeah oh definitely yeah you, it, it's all right you paraphrase it it's fine <laughs> but uh that's kind of like i mean that's what music is it's 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 paraphrasing if anything like a lot of the times like i mean there are people that re, you know invent new sounds but you're always it's, it's kind of a recycling and sort of like you said an innovation of different sounds a lot of the time and um, that's why i love it's, sampling because yeah. it's like you bring a new life to an older record you know yeah, what i mean and, and yeah. like it almost uh you give people a chance to learn it all over again and and, and then all it's like dope like you all of a sudden that new song comes out and then the old song is um it starts buzzing again you know what exactly. i mean so it's like it's it's really cool music always goes in circles i'm a big believer in that yeah well i mean i did that with kanye as well because i remember like i was a, only a kid when college dropout came out but that's like that the i have that somewhere up here oh yep right there and then uh and then love below speaker box love below like those were probably like the two albums that i like first bought when i was like 10 years old and i'll never forget listening to through the wire by kanye the very first mm -hmm. song he like ever dropped and yeah. i was amazed with it and i was remember i was listening to it with my mom and she was like oh he like redid a song i'm like oh what so i went back and listened to shaka khan through, yeah. through the fire and i'm like wait this came before like i was confused i didn't i didn't understand i at first i'm like oh she must have copied kanye and i'm like nah 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 like <laughs> it's the other way around but it's so cool when you're able to like and i love that through the fire song by shaka khan yeah. right so it's like and and that's yeah. what's cool too it's like you hear the kanye one and then it makes you want to go back and listen to the other one yeah. and be like, oh what did he do like I'm, I'm also curious how he did that and turned that into that or it's like oh even like what Shaka's saying is fire too so it's like you almost like you end up like like loving both versions for differently it's like yeah it's, I, and i just as a, as a creative too like i just love seeing the process of like you started with that and then you made it into this like that's crazy you know yeah. what i mean that that was for me like this i love breaking stuff down and like seeing like how it's made and stuff like that and like learning all the ins and outs and that blew my mind i was just like this is so cool you know yeah yeah, and I'm sure for you, like being a producer yourself, like you're all like in that bag, like thousand percent, like in that mindset, constantly thinking about oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, those used to be this guy, uh, Boondock. He's uh, go by, uh, he's, I think he goes by Booney Mayfield now. Okay. Um, this dude I used to watch on YouTube, like 2005, 2006, and he'd be uh, making beats on his MPC 1000, and I remember seeing him like take a sample, like just a regular loop. And all of a sudden, all that that loop was like played out, like was like in segments across these pads, and I was like, oh, "What is that?" <laughs> like just like bewildered, like what is going on? Like how did he do that? And then from that point, I was like, "I need that machine." And then I I, I got a Guitar Center credit card, and and then that summer and and, and bought that was the first thing I bought, and that and then again same sh the same thing, like never looked back. Like it was just like on and upward, you know, just absolutely. Kind of
That's amazing. I love that. And uh, also, for anyone that doesn't know, like I love Evidence too. By the way, he's he's an artist that not a lot of people talk about. I think enough. Uh, like, I, I think he's incredible. Not only as an artist, but as a producer, as a yeah. creative in general, and as a human. He just is a dope, dope human being too. So shout out to Evidence, and and um, he's definitely been inspiring me beyond music. So so I, I, I'm I'm a big 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 fan of his. Yeah, he's. I loved his some of his stuff. He had a his album like a two years ago. The name of it now is kind of escaping me. But there was a song on there that I could not get enough of i love that he's 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 a dope dope guy i really really enjoy his his uh his he's music awesome for sure uh but so now like you're have you so you've now have a new studio in beverly is that correct it's called new yes. glass house studio so tell me yes. about like what was the transition from danvers to beverly and talk about the new studio that you're in now the new so space yeah so so basically like um uh the studio we had in danvers was great it was fun while it lasted um uh, and then all of a sudden, uh, they converted the building into apartments. So, so they were like, everyone's got to go. So we were like, oh shit. So, so we were like, all right, we go, let's get out of here. So, um, we ended up having to figure out what, what the next move would be. And, and, um, I wasn't hundred percent yet of what was going to happen, where it was going to go and everything. But, you know, um, we started looking for spots. Uh, my landlord at the old spot ended up, um, having another space in Beverly for us to check out. And so we went over and looked and it's like a garage unit, you know what I mean? But like. Uh, but but it, my other spot was like a storage unit, so so I was like, so this was like a little <laughs> bigger, yeah, it was like, exactly. It's a notch up, so, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and and this one had like you know this spot we had a built-in bathroom. Um, the garage is sick because like in the summer we just open up the door and just like you know get the outside energy and stuff to co come in and, and and it's and honestly it's been great. Like uh, with the old spot too, you know we had a lot of neighbors and so we had to be. Uh, you know, weary of extracurriculars and also, uh, you know, sound and things like that. And here it's like, you know, all the neighbors have been amazing. Um, uh, one of the guys to the right actually builds like tiny houses and, and custom oh, no uh, motor homes that like people can like live in and like, you know, live off grid in and stuff like that. That's so he's dope. like, it's, it's really cool. And then they've all, everyone's been really supportive of the music and stuff. And we're right across from the Beverly Depot train station, which is like oh, people okay. I have friends come in from New York and Pennsylvania and they'll literally take the train and get off at the uh, you know take off uh, at south station go to north station take the purple purple line right to beverly and just walk across the street and you're at the studio so you don't even amazing. have to you know you can dr you can go through multiple states to get here which is sick too so <laughs> that's really location cool. location's great like when i used to be in danvers i used to pick up people out the train in beverly and bring them Driving. you know <laughs> and so like this this is this saves a lot of time <laughs> you oh, know yeah, right? so, yeah absolutely so it's great the convenience um, is the convenience is awesome for that yeah no doubt oh about it's it. so convenient so and the food in beverly is amazing i i love food so like i i got i was starting to get sick of downtown danvers food all the time because i, I ate that you. for four or five years straight you know what i mean almost every day so yep. now i'm starting to enjoy like the beverly beverly food area and stuff and it's just been dope like uh, uh, we have a lot of freedom here um a lot of privacy but also you know it's it's like our little nook and we're right by the water which i love i always um love being near water it's just i feel like the creativity just is, is always on point when you're when you buy bodies of water just the energy that you get and um I don't know if you're familiar, but there was uh, there was this amazing documentary called Muscle Shoals, um, a music documentary. It's about so. the studio that used to be, I believe, in Alabama, and um, it was right by the water. And they said that this most amazing music used to be created in this area. And they used to say because they had this uh, you know woman of the water that would sing these melodies, and then the people that would come to work at the studio would be inspired, and they would hear these subconscious things that coming from the water and and you know from the woman of the water that would sing and it would help breed energy into into their creations and so i always found that to be a beautiful um notion and and, and i just 
love being by water because of that, you know? That's interesting. I think even just from like, I, I, well, I agree with that sentiment. I haven't, I've never heard of that, uh, that documentary, but I'm now kind of curious. And there is something I think with just nature in general, like I'm a huge hiker. I love hiking yeah. and it's really good. For, it's been amazing for my mental health. Like I'm, I'm, it's my allergy season now, so I'm not going up there quite yet, but yeah, not to totally. sound like, like a, like a, like a, uh, like a bitch, but, uh, um, no, I, no. <laughs> I, I trust me. I allergies are nothing to bitch about. They're, they're, yeah. Those are serious deals. They're they're, they're, me. They mess me up every spring. So I feel you. Oh yeah. Like from now until probably like Memorial day weekend, I'm like, I don't know if people even hear it in my voice right now. Like our, our normal listeners are probably like, he sounds sick. I'm, I'm good. I'm not, I'm no COVID. I got the vax. I'm all set. It's just, it's just spring <laughs> allergies. But, um, yeah, no, I, I am a huge hiker. Like I, I, even just the outdoors, right. I mean, there's just, and that's what I love about New England, I think, is just because you, you have that um, you have the, the luxury of having the mountains, the water and city like you have all three of those elements like 100%. within like an hour ish drive. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. you can hit all of that. I mean, you can do that out in the West Coast, too. But I don't know. There's something about summer, spring and summertime in New England. Fall as well, of course. You but get like, the seasons, too. You know, like yeah, you said, like, like yeah. you don't really necessarily always get that out West, whereas here you really get the you really get the seasons. You know, you oh, get those sure. cold months, you get the hot months and you get everything in between and mm-hmm. and like you said I, I nature's huge like being like i've really uh especially with the year w- over this last year i've really tried to adopt a lot of new um good habits and, and things that uh i think that will be more helpful in the long run and, and so like i've been learning a lot about like grounding and yeah. and and things like that we're just you know I've, i'm always big on being barefoot and it's like you know walking out into into the grass with your bare feet and being more connected with nature and and yeah. the energy of the earth and it sounds corny to some extent, but it, I really believe that energy is is huge part of life, and that like Absolutely. you know how you transfer and absorb it is is is, is a lot has to, has to do with how you how your day goes, you know. I completely agree, and like yeah, like I said, I there's nature. It's it's like, grounding is a great word for it. Like it's very. I, I just get a lot of mindfulness from being out there. Like I I feel refreshed, recharged. Like and it's and it's great because you can just unplug. Like I love just. I mean, I've sometimes I bring I bring friends or people or whoever like you know wants to come, but a lot of times I go by myself, man, and I just like being out there. Like I just you know I'll. I'll Get, you know, get up in the morning, go out there for a day and, and drive back. And it's just like, I feel so good after I do that. Like we're just refreshed, rejuvenated, like ready Absolutely. to just kind of, and, and then, and then it makes it like refocuses me too. Cause I think like, you know, in what we do, I think, you know, creatively, whether you're talking podcasting or producing and music and things like that, I think there's a, there's an element of like getting lost in that, like even too much sometimes, you know what I mean? And I always, and, always, yeah. So and, like, and it's so good to, to connect good to have something the balance. else that you can have that, have come back and feel even better you know yeah yeah the balance is so important i think in a lot of in a lot of ways like that so i totally agree. That's, that's really interesting but uh, i'm glad that you guys are now in a space where you feel like you're uh you're thriving a little bit and it's, and it's like you said it's a step up in a lot of ways whether it's you know the just the physical space and also the energy as well and uh, and the convenience it sounds it sounds like an amazing spot man absolutely and the same thing here like i love having a place that people can just come and, and meet other creatives and, and and bond and and we you know every year we i've always done a studio party for memorial day for my birthday and we just have you know tons of people stop by and and since we've been here it's been great because we have the outdoor indoor set up so it was sick like to be half people outside half people yeah. inside and and again it's just like it's just such a great environment you know just for creative people and just positive like-minded people so it's like I'm, I'm 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 grateful to have it and happy that i'm able to um you know hopefully uh give have a space that other people can come and feed that feel that energy and inspire them you know no doubt about that 
I love it, man. So new, the new glass, uh, new glass studios, definitely, uh, any, any local artists definitely hit up this band, check it out. If, uh, if you're trying to get in on the energy and stuff like that. And I, I'm, I'm excited, man, to, uh, see what, you know, what comes of it, what you guys have been doing. I know you, you guys got a lot of, a lot of art, uh, music that you've been making, uh, over your career. Um, I, I love that, uh, you know, you, I think too, like you, you have a very good variety of artists you've worked with, whether it's M dot, who is also uh, a turntable teachers alumni. He's been on the show before. Big shout out to oh, him. Dope. Yeah. He actually, he was just here earlier as well. He's coming oh, by no um, after two. So that's dope. Small. No, that's, that's that. my tell, tell him I said hello. Cause we, 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 ch we chat often. He's uh he's a great guy. I love M dot so much. And, uh, another guy that's getting into his producing bag. He sends me beats all the time. And I'm like, bro, you got to do something with these. Like you're, yeah, he actually just wrapped on one of his beats for the first time today which is dope so. oh that's amazing i love that uh you've worked with other artists too you've worked with suriel who's coming on the show pretty soon that's a if you've gotten this far that's a that's a a, a little uh, spoiler alert or, or uh you know upcoming thing we got suriel coming very soon so uh make sure you check that out a little uh, sneak peek a terminology who's a huge artist out in massachusetts like underground if anyone like knows underground hip-hop chic laush who is like i mean i couldn't believe you worked with him and of course tokens so uh, you know, tell me about like some of the collaborations you've done with, you know, these artists. I'm probably missing a lot as well. Like that. That's you've, all right. You've done that's right. And, no, no, you got you got, you know, you got, got a lot of the good ones. Got so, the good so ones for sure. I mean, like collaboration's huge. You know, um, I think that is the best thing that anybody can do. You know what I mean? Whether in any field, I think collaborating or aligning with other like minded people is priceless. And honestly, that's going to extend more opportunities for you and the people around you. You know, um, and I'm a big believer of like you don't have to do everything yourself. Like sometimes you can delegate, you know. And I, that's why like recently over the last few years, I've been 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 very lucky to work with some incredible uh, musicians and co-producers and and just great friends along the way that have like been amazing. Like um um right now we have a great production group. It's uh, myself and um uh, Melks and Eddie Random. We have a, a group called the Squad, um, which like which uh, that we do. Uh, it's like our our production super team. And then uh, we have Nomas Free, uh, which is run by Melks and I as well. And um, that's like our parent company. So basically, like, Nomas Free is kind of like uh, where we like you know host all of our um, you know sample packs and and our merch and and things like that. And then and then um, the Squad is like the actual group. But like uh, it's dope because like they kind of like that was one of the first groups um production wise i've ever been a part of actually it is the only uh, the only production group i've ever really been a part of whereas um before we even got together we've all been part of groups we've all like done stuff before with like artists and stuff but you know before we even started to really like uh lock in with, under like w as, a, as a threesome or whatever we wanted to make sure that uh we all had like-mindedness on like the same page not just from the music side but from the business side and like because mm. if, if if you're not on the same page it's going to be a long it's going to be a harder 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 you know uphill battle with stuff so that was important to us that we we're all on the same page we all had kind of a lot of the same values and from there then the creativity comes easy you know what i mean because mm. if we're always all thinking about the positive stuff and how we can do things and become better then the music's just going to only get better you know what i mean so um collaborating with them has been amazing like i've learned so much from melks and eddie and and and, and vice versa like we just constantly pushing each other trying to help each other grow but you know everyone has like their own style you know like melks melks is really dope with synths and, and melodies and um like these big like um uh compositions and stuff eddie's really great with textures and sonics and like and like he's got a kind of a darker sound but he's also really great at composing samples and stuff now too um which is a, where he also taps into some of the soulful stuff and then i come from like a more like soulful background as well and and like um 
you know, offered us like a lot of different things when it comes to like arrangements and producing and, and stuff like that. And so it's like, we all kind of like build off each other and we all learn from each other. And so that was kind of the start of that. But then now it's like, I, I, we work with so many people, like, like, uh, you know, we've been lucky to do some great uh, things out in New York uh, through a company called Steel Sessions, uh, run um, by some great guys out, out there over at Engine Room. Um, uh, Jeff uh, over at V1 uh, Productions, also um, Buddha and Grants, Mike Cuz, uh, just just incredible group of guys. They used to have like these un awesome workshops in, in New York. We could go and meet other producers and play music and, and network and stuff. And honestly, like that, the bond that a lot of people that we all made with like the people there was incredible. Just genuine, great people, all, all super similar with as far as like goals and passions and. And to this day, we all still stay in, like most of us all still stay in touch and like met some really great friends there and, and collaborators. We all still work on music and stuff. And so that's been beautiful. Uh, my homie Kev, um, who I met through there, we've done tons of music together uh, with, with uh, an artist that he works closely with named Annalise. Um, he's also getting ready to release an instru instrumental album coming out in May. Um, that, that we helped produce some songs on, uh, myself and Thomas. Uh, Thomas is also, too. Uh, Tiba is one of my favorite people in the world and also, like, an amazing collaborator, um, super talented musician, um, but also just incredible producer in his own right, too. Uh, Vinyl Villains, another, another homie of mine I worked very closely with. Um, wicked, wicked dope. And it's, again, like, everyone has their own styles and influence, so it's like when we collab, it's like, we cr like, it's, it's like if, you, if you do A and I do B, we're gonna make C, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not gonna make A or B, it's like we're gonna make something totally different, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's what's dope. It's like, um, my homie Aziz, who we met over this last year, he's actually a uh, New Hampshire Mass 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 native, I think he's more New Hampshire, Aziz but he lives shake? in LA now. And, Aziz um, the Shake? Uh, Aziz the Shake? Yeah, he's, so, yeah. Uh, well, uh, here's another spoiler, he's coming on very soon too, he's gonna be one of our, he's gonna be probably yes. right after Surreal. <laughs> oh, I'm so it's happy funny. to hear that, because Aziz is the man, that's like, he's he's, He's one of my favorite people that, like, on, on over the last year that we got to connect with and, like, just such a good dude. And just, again, like, we got able to get up when he came back in town in September and just, like, again, just, like, good energy, just a good, you know, transparency, positive shit, like, and, and it's just dope. Like, he, he's been sending stuff to people that, that we work with and vice versa, and we've been trying to, you know, bridge the gaps and stuff. And, like, so we've been doing a ton of work recently on the production side and stuff. We also did a couple records last May, and so it's just awesome, man. I feel like, too, with, like, just the mass scene in general, it's funny, like, we'll go out to L.A. and meet more people from mass than you'll meet, you know yeah. what I mean, than even from L.A. So it's just, like, it's just funny, but I feel like that's kind of a good thing, too, because, like, mass has got so much talent that so people much. have no idea about. Exactly. And, and it's only getting bigger and better. And I think the scenes get just coming together even more. So it's like, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think at the time we're in right now is special. Um, I agree. And, and, and collaborating is, 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 is everything when it comes to that. Because, like, there's been so many amazing people that uh, we've been able to work with through collaboration that maybe wouldn't have happened if, it, if you know, if we're just trying to do it ourselves, you know? Oh, for sure, man. The, the, the collaboration. So, I mean, for us, too, like, I 1,000% agree, like, uh, we, we we feel like we're in a good time with with Massachusetts just because there is like I said I think this is this might be the Massachusetts and New England's time to really like hopefully get everybody in the map like that's why we we take what we do very seriously because you know, we recognize how much talent and and it's funny because like I've grew up in Massachusetts my whole life and up until the last two years I outside of like Millie's Joiner Lucas cousin Stiz I didn't understand the scene like the, the scene that we had I mean you were a name that I had known I knew M dot but like terminology Rex those were like some names I had heard and like heard some yeah. songs from but like 
oh my god there's just so many so so many artists so much talent that we have here that's just unbelievable we actually it's funny you actually mentioned that about la because we had johan lennox on a couple of weeks ago he's amazing he's amazing. amazing oh my god that dude like shout out to johan lennox like Mm-hmm. What what he's been able to do is just uh, it, it blows my mind. That was one of my favorite episodes of, of our podcast, just because of the, the the gems he was dropping, the people he's met. But he was he was telling me a story about. Uh, he said it's right out. I think it's out in Burbank. There's a bunch of Massachusetts people that get together. They have like a studio, or whatever. They they all work together, like Little Rich and Aziz the Shake and yeah Dia, yeah yeah. And they, yep. they, I guess I guess they call it like Boss Angeles. It's like a joke. He says, but it's pretty funny that like because they're all kind of from around here. But um, no, and that's what yeah. that's what's great. And Aziz, Aziz has told me like he want he really wanted to make that space like a haven for for people when they come from Mass. Like they can feel like you know they haven't left but and then they're on the west coast you know what i mean yeah. it's like it's like a, it's a place where people can go and feel comfortable to, to truly again be themselves and create and have a great atmosphere a comfortable atmosphere without feeling like any you know, of the weird la vibes you know what i mean that right, sometimes right. sometimes there's the that politics, like yeah. some of that and some of that extra shit you know but mm-hmm. like but that's what's dope about those guys because they're great genuine people and you, and you feel that when you're around them and so by being in that creative space i'm sure it's it's, it's no different you know so yeah that's I, I love that you know what i mean i i think that shit's so 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 dope and like you said johan crazy i just i just was uh, uh made familiar of him this past year and uh incredibly dope like his work and, and just a really solid dude too very humble very mm-hmm. um uh genuine with his his uh you know conversation and shit so oh yeah th- shout out to him for sure absolutely have you got if you haven't heard that episode on our on our podcast after, after this one of course don't don't jump from this one yet we got, <laughs> got plenty more left with john glass but uh, after this one definitely go check out johan lennox episode because like the it'll blow your mind trust me like the things that he's done and, and uh his resume speaks for itself and his talent speaks for itself so and, and absolutely dude just like like the most humble dude ever, like didn't big time me whatsoever. Like just like was so just like over appreciative and thank like, and we even still talk to like to this day, he's going to come back on soon as project awesome. drops. And he's like, yeah, just such a great human being. And like, I'm just glad that, you know, there's a scene here where everybody's just trying to help each other out and, and be supportive. That's it. And that's and that's, that's it. The game. It's like, yep. and again, it's not like, and it's just about like what you know what what can someone do to maybe help along the way you know what i mean yeah. and like just like bridge a gap or just you have no idea what this little things can go so far like just mm. telling a friend like yo this person's dope or hey yo yo you should check this thing out or, or yo have you heard this song from this person like this is ill like those little things go so long and like go really so does. far and they could help so much man and like nothing with johan too which i think is really dope with his story is like he kind of shows you that there's different ways of, of achieving your goals and you yeah. can kind of create your own way, you know, like Absolutely. what he did with like the, um, the symphony and, 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 and stuff like that. And the electronic, uh, symphony and the, and, and that, like, the Yeetoven, it, it's yeah. just, it's yeah. Yeetoven. Like that was so dope. Cause like he created something so unique, so special for him. And then look what it, look, look what it did. Look you know what I mean? Him, and yeah. it got the attention of all of, of the people you'd he'd want to you know you'd want to get the attention of so it's no like, id and mike dean and all those yeah vic mensa kanye i mean it's it's, yeah. it's it's amazing and and one thing he did that i absolutely loved like i i tell him all the time like he did a um he did it on twitter recently too but he did it on instagram he did a post where he wrote this blurb he's like hey if you're a creative and you're like an indie creative looking to like uh like collaborate with people like like leave a comment and like drop a comment and like go through people and like see if like you find somebody that you can like collaborate with that is like on the same wavelength as you like i love stuff like that i was like him, yeah. to take, him to take the time to like do something like that and just like using his platform to like allow other people to cross collaborate and bridge that like you like you mentioned earlier like bridge those gaps like it's just it's just a testament to like 
again, his humbleness, but also just like that is that is the goal, though. You're absolutely right. Like, that's what we want to do. Like, that's, you know, and that's it, it's 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 just a beautiful thing to see to, to witness and, and see unity. Uh, not, not even just Johan, like a lot of people in, in the scene are doing this. So it's I love that. I really do. But more than ever, mass, I think, is tighter than it's ever been. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's, it's, it's like one of those things, whereas like in years past, like like you've mentioned, like a lot of names like 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 M dot and terminology, like those are kind of like those are the guys that helped define the Boston scene at one point. You know right. what I mean? And right. now, like, there's still an integral parts of, of the scene, but it's dope because now there's so many different pockets of different sounds. Like, before, Boston used to be known as, like, we kind of, like, adopted the New York sound. Now you can't even say that. Like, Mass has literally its own sound. Like, Agreed. you got guys like Van Buren. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with them from Brockton. Oh, but of course. In, we had in, Lord Felix is another guy we've had on the yeah. show. He's a Turntable Teachers alum. Yep. Incredible. Like, I think yeah. I love what they're doing. I love what the, how they move as a unit. I love their branding. I love how they represent them. Themselves. Yep. I love everything. Their visuals, their graphics, and they're just good people. Like, like, like. Absolutely. I don't know. I haven't met all of them personally, but from the guys who I have met, like uh, Luke Bars and Giles, they've all been super genuine and and I, uh, you know, just really good dudes. And like, like those are people that you just want to root for. You know what Absolutely. I mean? You want to keep oh, seeing no them question. do well. So. It's just dope. Like you, you see, like like Aziz puts out the song, and you know everyone, like you know, you'll see all these other mass homies get behind it, like Stiz and Van Buren. Like it's just dope. To, like Johan, all these guys just seeing like supporting one another. Like Super Smash Brothers are some other guys who are amazing out here and they're doing some really dope stuff. And like it's just ill. Like and and what's cool too is like now everyone's collaborating and stuff too. Now it's like you know we've got we've done a couple joints with the uh, Super Smash Bros and like well we've done uh, uh you know done yeah it's, it's it's dope like you know just again bridging those gaps and just exactly. like making tracks together and just you know working on stuff and like knowing like everyone provides something different like like their sound is way different from my sound so it's like when we get do something together it's like we can do something that's different for both of us and like mm-hmm. that's how you create new genres and new and, and push the envelope you know right right you, you're gonna make a all day and they're gonna make b all day but you'll never get to that c unless you guys get to like you said get together and like 100 it's a beautiful beautiful thing i mean agreed on the van buren thing like giles is someone i've gone back and forth with and dms for sure i mean felix was up in here like when we were doing inter- live interviews and in person before you know whole covid thing like he yep. came up in here like was just a gracious human being like i somebody that i've definitely uh definitely like appreciated his actually his uh his signatures on the wall i'm gonna actually move fire right there actually if uh you, can, it, you can't really see it too too well but his signatures on the wall. we have people like you know uh you know signing the wall and stuff but yeah um yeah i mean the vid, bad for press album if you guys haven't listened to that so good go go, go check that thing out like their I music com- videos too are fire like fire yeah. visuals they just the, they just kill it, yo. The they promo they it. the promo they did for it too was genius. I thought it oh, was they, hilarious. It was awesome. Like again, awesome. they just they they knock it all out the park, yo. Like they really do. They they do they do everything right. You know what I mean? That's that's it. They, really they do. just do it all right, yo. Yeah. And it's, and they kill it on yeah. every level. Yeah, I almost I, I I liken them to like, and of course not like sonically, definitely not, but I liken them to because I'm a huge Brockhampton fan. Like I, I see them as like New England's Brock version of Brockhampton because they have like not not comparing them by any stretch, but just like the fact. No, they, no, but I because they have mob, so like many the different ASAP mob vibe of like ASAP togetherness mob too. And yeah, move as a unit. You know what I mean? It's yes. like I totally understand that that, that analogy. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's where it's like. I love to see it too. It's like these, you, you see, like you start hearing these conglomerates, you know what I mean? Like you hear the TDE and Dreamville, like you hear these label movements. And Van Buren to me is like someone, uh, a group that could fit that, you know what I mean? Oh, fit, definitely. Fit within that, you know? Definitely. Thousand percent. And yeah, no, so like it's a shout out to everybody. I mean, whoever we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't mention, but there's like, so the, many. There's so, so many, many, man. Many. Like, it's and amazing. so if anyone was left out, no, it's never personal, but there's just so many people. And like, and just know that, that, 
we're rooting for all y'all for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, I think no I question. think there's so much talent in Mass. I'm I'm constantly always reaching out to people, just saying, you know, just trying to give them words of encouragement. You know, just you know, let people know that they're dope because it's sometimes it's tough. You know, when you're when you're kind of working in your closed little habitats. You know what I mean? And it's it's it feels good to to hear people's you know say say that they appreciate you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I always think it's good to, to to let people know that that you love them and you appreciate them or their work that they do, you know, especially while they're still here. Absolutely. And you never know, like, what type of energy that's going to give someone like totally. that, like the motivational energy that that could give somebody. And, and so that, that pick type me of up. recognition. Oh, a thousand percent, man. So I, you're saying a lot of great things. I completely agree. And uh, yeah. So tell me a little bit about like some of your favorite collaborations you've done. Like I said, I know you work with a plethora of different people. So like if you were to pick like a handful of like. Like, oh, these are some some unbelievable collaborations that you've done. Like, what would uh, what what are the ones that maybe stand out to you the most? There's there's so many. Like, honestly, like a lot of a lot of my favorite stuff, a lot of my favorite music I've ever made is done through, you know, collaborating. You know what I mean? I feel like, um, I feel like collaborating makes me a better everything. You know what I mean? It makes me a better human. Makes me a better creator. Um, makes me more like learn more more just about people in general, you know what I mean? Because you're just around other people. you got to have that happy medium. And, like, you know, your ego has to come out of it when you're collaborating. The ego when making music is should always be – the biggest ego in the room should always be the music. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a Terrence Martin quote that we heard once. And, and uh, that I've always, that's always stuck with me because it's Terrence like, Martin. you know, especially collaborating, like, you can't ever – you have to be open to things. You can't – and you know, you might have an idea, but if you can't – it's important to also be open to other people's ideas too. So – um the Sheik Luch song was super dope to me because that was like a sample me and my homie Sharp made, and um, and 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 Dazel, who's uh, who's Sheik's uh, producer and engineer, um, we've met at D Block a few times in the past, like him and Poobs and, and a few of the other guys there, and uh, they've always welcomed us with open arms and 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 always made us feel at home there, and so uh, the relationship with those guys has been amazing over the years, and so. Um, Dazel was just starting to get into like sample packs and cause he was like, you know, he's, he's used to playing stuff on his own or, or sampling and stuff, um, like off records. And he asked me about, um, if I had anything like, cause he knows that we were starting to do some stuff with splice and, and, and with Cato and, and, and those guys through, through, through his channel. And so like he had, he had asked me if I had anything. And so we sent over some, some, um, some packs and shit and, and he really liked one of them. And it like, it, and it, it was so dope. This, the beat came out so perfect. And like, and not, but it's like one of those things where, like, when you get an opportunity to work with an artist that you that you really like and that you've listened to over the years, and, and, the, and that you, you know you know their music, you know like what they what they love, like, it's that much more rewarding when you genuinely love the song, and the song is something that even if you weren't even a part of it, it's something you probably listen to, and that's like how I felt about that one. You know what I mean? It was For like. Sure. Hearing that song, hearing the beat that Dazel made with the sample was like this is like a, such a like a locks vibe and like the and his chorus and the verses are just like that chic like that's the chic I loved listening to in high school listening to like the Year of the Wolf and like all his old mixtapes and like After Taxes and like crazy albums like that and like so like when they made that record like and and I I got to hear it I was like man this is awesome because it's like again it's like you might have an opportunity to work with artists but they might not always make the song or you might not always be able to contribute to making the song that, that you think is great. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. sometimes that could, that could be tough where it's like, yeah, you might've gotten a song with that artist, but is it the song that you, that, that you feel is, is the best representation of your work together? Um, I don't know, you know? So it's like that, that one meant a lot to me because it was like, whether I was involved in it or not, I would listen to this, you know what I'm saying? And like yeah. as a fan. And so like that, that was dope, you know? That's so really like, cool. Stuff like that is so ill to me. Um, another dope collaboration was uh, we had a friend that we met on tour in the UK named Billy. 
super super dope human being um she she manages an artist out of the uk named uh, maya craig and uh, she also helps out with a lot of uh she's kind of like the uk liaison for a lot of american artists that, that come in so she kind of helps out and, and and makes people feel welcome and and you know uh you know helps helps with like anything that people need when they come when they come from the you know from across the pond and stuff so uh, but we you know we got we were lucky and fortunate enough to meet back in like 2016 or so. Um, stayed in touch for years, and you know it's again it's like they they said the seed you plant today isn't gonna flower overnight. You know what I mean? Or isn't gonna blossom overnight. And so like you gotta be like, you know I'm a big believer things happen when they're supposed to. Um, making sure that your your relationships are organic and genuine. You're not like mm-hmm. like you people you could feel when something's fake. You know what I mean? When like when the, like so like that's always been super important to me, especially because. I, I love what I do, so it's like I never want to fake the funk and like put myself in a position that I can't do what I love to do ever again. So it's like right. I'm always trying to lead with my just genuineness, and 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 so like we've stayed in touch for years. And um, her uh, artist Maya was getting ready to put out a project, and she was looking for some production. And so like I was never a thing where like over the even the years I've never we never forced it on each other and stuff like that. But it just a time came and she was like, hey, like you know, w- w- let's see if we can do something. You know what I mean? So we started working on a couple records. Um, we did two songs, and uh, both songs, I, uh, one of them I produced with my homie Diz, um, Disney Dad 420. Uh, he's dope. He's actually a mass, mass guy, but he lives in L.A. now. Super, super talented producer. Uh, he's produced a bunch of songs for, like, P&B Rock and oh, wow. Rocky Fresh and a couple other guys, uh, but just really dope bounce and, and just very, very talented. Um, when I first met him, he told me he'd only been producing for three years, and I was going to kill him because I was like, my beats were <laughs> terrible after three years. And I was like, so, like, I was like, you're incredible. And I was like, I was like that's amazing. <laughs> um, but then the other song we made with Maya, too, was with my, uh, my homie Thomas Tiba. And um, it was just so dope. And like t- Thomas and I work so so great together. I, I, he's just an incredible human being as well, and super super talented on, on so many different instruments. And just he just knows music. And I feel like our chemistry is great because he just knows like what sounds good. I and mean, a lot of time, even without me having to say anything, he just plays it s- stuff that's just perfect, you know. And so yeah. those two songs um, was were, came out so great. And then they were looking for someone to mix it because I feel like the mixes weren't coming out 100% how, how we kind of envisioned them. So I was able to connect them with my homie Josh over at Phoenix Down, who I think does phenomenal work, um, is a great engineer, also dope producer. Um, and he ended up doing the mixes for the project. So like, it was just gro- dope connecting all the dots there. So like between all that, that happened. And the songs were sounding great, like they were awesome. And then and then Billy hits me up like, oh, um, we, we're, we're tr- I think we're gonna get Aaron Ray on one of the song, one of the joints, and it's on one of your beats. And I was like, Ooh. "What?" And like that kind of blew my mind because like this is all cool because I think all this stuff kind of comes full circle. Like um, the first song I ever made that was super outside my comfort zone, like but I love like a ton is like "Not My Fault," the Rosewood Bape joint. I don't know if you heard that one, but it's kind of like an '80s soul pop kind of joint. I haven't heard the song, but Rosewood Bape sounds. I've, I know Rosewood Bape. I know he's of, he's awesome. Know and yet. so like when we first linked up, that was like the first like song that we made. We we're like, oh damn, like we might be onto something. And so we were, a lot of time when I get up with people, it's like, especially in the beginning, like I ask for like reference tracks or like what's the vibes, you know what I mean? Like what do we what do we what's what's the mood today? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he brought like a reference track and it was an Aaron Ray track. I wasn't too familiar with Aaron Ray at the time, and uh, but that got me hip, and I was like, oh, this is sick. Like I love the energy of this. I love the vibe of it. And then that that spawned not my fault you know and then you know months later uh when billy's like yo i'm getting getting aaron ray on this track that that you you know that we produced it was just like like man you know what i mean like you can't make stuff like that up you know so it's just like it was just so dope and 
the song came out so great. Um, Josh's mixes were phenomenal and just super proud of the whole project. It's like stuff like that. It's just like it just feels great, you know, knowing that, um, you know, like just helping each other. You know what I mean? Like Billy put us in a, in a dope position to be able to help Maya. Um, we helped try and put Josh in position to help us, you know, with the help overall to everything. And it's like and, and it's just like it's just dope. We all kind of everyone helps each other. You know what I mean? And, and to make a great product at the end of the day. And so like something we're all really proud of of the music and we can look back on and feel good about you know and and like that's 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 the best thing at the end of the day like i don't i i always feel like i don't want to always work with just anybody because the art means so much to me mm. so like it's important to me to make great records and it doesn't matter if that person has quote-unquote clout or if that person is is new with you know no quote-unquote whatever it doesn't matter it's whatever like it is, the yeah. biggest thing at the end of the day is making great music and then because that when someone hears something, they're going to feel it. You know what I mean? And that's what matters at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. The, the numbers and stuff add to it. You know, it's like that that kind of like is, is a gauger of, to some extent. But, you know, I'm big on feel. Do you feel something? And that's what matters to me. Yeah, no, I, I understand that sentiment a thousand percent. And it's funny you uh, met Aaron Ray because I don't. So what was the song you said you did with Aaron Ray? Uh, it's, it's called, uh, I think it's You and Me. Yeah, the song's called You and Me. You and me it's okay. uh, by uh, Maya, Maya Craig and Aaron Ray. And it's uh, produced by myself and Tiba. No and um, the, the song's super dope. Um, they they both killed it. This like like Maya killed it as a solo song, and then and then they put Aaron Ray on it, and it just went it went, even went up. That's you know, and it, it was one of those things that Aaron sent his vocals in, and then Maya's like, "Yeah, I gotta go back and add some stuff." You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> like and, like, but it came out so sick. You know what I mean? So it's like it's again said that friendly competition too. It's like yeah, you always yeah. inspire us to you know inspires each other to become better. You know, and like that's yeah. what me and like myself, Melks and Eddie a lot, and we always pushing each other to be great. You know. Absolutely. So I'm excited to go check out that song because I, I don't know Aaron Ray's like discography too, too much, but I've heard him on both Corday and Earth Gang, their, yeah. uh, their albums and, and other things. So I think I'm looking at now, I'm realizing like he was on uh, with other other uh, other artists as well. Um, but yeah, it, either way, like it, Aaron Ray, like is that's a that's that's a name. I, I've, I was like, wait, where have I heard Aaron Ray? And I'm like, oh, wait, he's definitely on uh, with Earth Gang and uh in, in, in Corday, but that's really cool, man. I, I'm, I'm pumped for you to be able to like have those types of relationships. And, and, and I, I agree with a lot of your sentiments you're making though, too, about like, you want that energy to be, be, you know, real, mutual, real and like mutually beneficial, but also mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. You want to hear, you want to feel that, that energy. I mean, I, I feel that way on like, you know, the guests that we have on the podcast, like I definitely, you know, I'd rather have someone on that I'm going to have a great conversation with than someone that's just got like a, a, a shit ton of followers. Right. I mean, totally. But if, and if those two, those two things go coincide, great. great. But like, but that's not the point, right? The point is to, you know, coming on here to share something and talk about like something real and honest. And, and that's really the whole point. So I, I totally agree from that perspective. So I think you're, you're moving the right way. And I just think too, like, you're going to create longer lasting relationships and just, absolutely. I, I think if, and also too, like, that type of energy if like you move that way i i just I'm, I'm not like a you know um one of those people that like things happen for a reason but i just almost feel as though like if you put that energy out into the world and that's like your approach that eventually good things will happen for you you know what i mean 100 percent. I, I just i just feel like instead of chasing clout as you will you have to do these things for the right reasons you know exactly I mean, it's that's not, that yeah. you just nailed it it's like like people can do things but it's like when it's not for the right reasons you muddy it up you know what yeah, i mean you're almost blocking yeah. your own your own blessings as they say you know mm -hmm. what i mean so it's like I've always been a big believer of just, you know, doing it with genuine intentions and, mm -hmm. and, and real. And, like, I'm wicked bad at faking stuff. Like, I'm bad at faking emotions. Like, you could, it's just like I wear my heart on my sleeve. So it's like if I'm faking emotion, it'll be written all over my face. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
I'm just not good at that stuff. And like, I'd rather take myself out of the situation than ever try and fake it, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's how you should be. I mean, I, I grim the exact same way. And I think that that's, like I said, those, that type of approach, I think just bodes well for you better in the long run. Oh um, yeah. No doubt about it. So, um, I want to ask you too. So you've done quite a bit of work with M dot. What are some of your favorite, uh, collaborations? Cause you guys actually just recently had one just drop as well that you did, uh, one of his song recent songs, correct? Am, am yeah, we've mistaken? done, we've done a bunch. Um, I, I know like some of the songs might've been like from a few years ago, but he's constantly still, you know, oh, he's promotes still, yeah, them and stuff. Yeah. yeah Cause Doing just like cause the they're great songs, you know what I mean? Oh, so absolutely. it's like, uh, but yeah, we've done a ton where, where like I said, we're, we're actually getting up again today as well with the first time in like a year with, with everything from COVID and stuff. Right. So, but like uh, we've done some great music. I I really like the stuff we made. Some of the first stuff that records that we made were actually at my mom's house, and so like <laughs> I, 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 I and so like he said he come by on like Tuesdays pretty pretty regularly, and then we started um just like getting up like pretty frequently and just making records and doing stuff from scratch. Like I'd make a beat live on, the, on my MP at the time, and and he'd be writing on the spot, and then you know by the time the beat was done, he'd be done writing, and then we'd go and lay down the vocals, you know. And so I loved always working like that way and to start because. It kind of was just, you know, again, just natural. Just mm. you don't overthink it. It's just all right, whatever we make, like, just go. And then it just sometimes those come out the best, you know. Exactly. And his energy is infectious, just as a per human being. Like he's totally. just such a he's uh, he's he's always just even a, I can feel his enthusiasm when we talk even in DMs, right? Like it's just like. And then of course he had an unbelievable episode when he when he jumped on the podcast, but um yeah no i even the ems guys that they're another crew that are yeah. doing everything the right way like shout out to rev and mayhem and uh core and all those guys over there like totally they're, they're, they're another really good entity and um they're unified and they're, they move yeah. together and like that's what's dope too they're all super supportive of one another and like that's dope like you mm -hmm. know just just like again moving as a unit you know what i mean like that's that's how it should be absolutely and uh, and talk to me. So this is this is the one I'm I'm enamored with. And I there's a song that you've done. I believe you did it. If I if I if you didn't, uh, please correct me. But uh, of course, you've kind of seen Token grow a little bit as well. And, and you were really a part of his early career. And you've seen where he's gone to now. Uh, just recently dropped Dentures, which has sung. I absolutely love that song, man. He that that shit goes hard. Oh yeah. Uh, there was a song I believe you did that. I, I could be wrong. Did you do Republican? I did, you, did, I did. It was myself bro. and my uh, my homie uh, SK the Great. Okay, Token, if you're listening to this, can you drop that on streaming platforms, bro? For Christ's sakes, man, that song goes insane, dude. I mean, I, I go back <laughs> and I listen to the, I listen to the, or watch the YouTube like all the time. But that song is bananas. I love. I, he just goes insane on that. Uh, but talk oh, yeah. to me, talk to me a little bit about working with Token and also just kind of seeing his growth as a, as an artist too, because he's probably in terms of North Shore, Massachusetts, like he's got to be probably in terms of hip hop, he's got to be one of the probably the bigger names that we have in North Shore, Mass, because he's originally from like Salem, Marblehead. I know yeah, he yeah. Between the two, but um, absolutely, he was uh, he's a Salem native. Um, you know, uh, went to high school in Marblehead, and then now now is uh, um, uh, out of out of the North Shore, but still represents the North Shore very heavy. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, yeah, man, like that that whole thing that whole journey with 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 the, the whole it, it's this was just incredible you know what i mean i met token and and um two of their other homies uh, uh colin and uh trey back when they were 13 14 and 17 wow. um i was much older <laughs> and so <laughs> at first like it was it was like you know it was new for both of us like i didn't for me like it started like um like i used to leave a uh you know my card at my on my homies barbershop in downtown salem Mm -hmm. He used to live right. I uh, used to have the shop right next to the Salem State College, and so I met an artist or two that way. 
um, and like and just built great relationships with some of those people. And then my friend Adam, who owned the who owned the shop, it was called Pringles Barbershop. Shout out Pringles in Salem, great barbershop, fresh cuts all the time. But uh, I, I don't have hair like that anymore to go there. But if you do, <laughs> he will never do you wrong. I promise. So, uh, but but Adam is the man. Like he used to always. Um, you know, just give me great feedback on stuff. And, like, so one day he had uh, this kid came in. It was a young Colin Mitchell, 14 years old. And uh, he left the CD with Adam. And he's like, he's like, you know, uh, he's like, oh, I got a, you know, buddy that, you know, produces or whatever. And so he, like, left the CD with them. CD sat in my car for, like, a month. And then uh, um, I ended up, like, finally putting it on. And, like, this at the time when, like, Young Money was really, like, starting to blow up yeah. and stuff. So, like, I'm listening to, I, I, I go to put on the first song. And I'm like, all right, there's a bunch of, Younger kids making rap music, I'm expecting them to be kind of in line with a lot of the stuff that's on the radio right now. You know what I mean? First beat that comes on is like a Slaughterhouse beat. And then the next beat that comes on is like a Lloyd Banks beat. And then I'm like, yo, what the hell? Like, this kind of caught me <laughs> off guard because, like, yeah. this is stuff I listen to. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. I'm yeah. like, these are 13, 14, and 17-year-old kids, and they're bumping this stuff and rapping over these beats and not rapping over, like, the Lil Wayne and the, and the Drake beats at the time. And I was like, that's dope. So, um you know, I was like, listen, I, I can't make any promises. Like, um, I, I just know that when I came up, I never had anyone showing me the way. And, like, I fell on my face more times than I can count. And, like, hopefully I can help you guys skip some of those steps. You know what I mean? Of falling on your face. And, and you know, I'll, I just, you know, we'll start slow. I can't, I don't want to make you part of anything yet. I just want to see, like, what we can do together and see if the chemistry is there. See if, it, see if it makes sense for everybody involved. And, and if everyone's, you know, happy with the situation. And we'll kind of go from there, you know. And the whole idea, again, was just, like, you know, how can I save them years of aggravation, of, of, of missteps, you know, where I can, be, you know, hopefully expedite their process, you know what I mean, and help them along the way with achieving the stuff that they love to do, and, like, they were super passionate about music, and, like, but, but beyond that, like, I always wanted to be there to help them, like, outside of music with their personal lives and with school, if they needed it, and, and more, and just to make sure that they had some, you know, someone they could always count on, and, and, and they have their best interests in, in mind, you know what I mean, and so that was it, you know, and, and, so met met them when they were 13, 14, 17. Um, again, very serendipitous moment. First thing uh, when I first met them, uh, I ended up buying them tickets to go see Hobson because uh, I knew I knew that they were Hobson fans. And so I was going to ask you about this story. <laughs> and so yeah, so like they're mad young. We go there. Um, that's the fr I pick up. I pick them up, and uh, this is the first time I actually met Token at the time. Um, at first, I met Colin and Trey first, and then um, um, and then I, and then all three of them came to the show. So I picked them up. And you can just see, man, these kids are just, like, on cloud nine. Like, I couldn't imagine being, you know, being a young kid getting picked up to go to a hip-hop show, like, when I was in middle school, you know what I mean, by, like, someone older like that. Like, you know, like, that was just, like, you could see that they were just, like, they were just, like, man, this is incredible, you know? And, like, just soaking it all in, watching the performance. And, the, you know, Hobson put on a hell of a performance. Dude was doing, like, Black Spider-Man from the roof and, like, hanging from the ceiling and stuff and just going wild. Like, and, like, it was just so dope. And never missing a lyric, just breath, crazy breath control. And I remember, I'll never forget, like, this show, uh, Token ran up to a passionate MC who opened up and, and rapped for him. And, and I remember being like, this kid's 13 years old and just went up to someone that just performed with no hesitation and just rapped. I'm like, I don't know people my age that would do that, you know what I mean? Never mind, like, a 13-year-old kid, you know what I mean? Not only did he do, do that, but then he grabbed Hobson outside, did the same thing, and Hobson's like, yo, like, slow it down, gave him some advice, like, you know, you're into the fast, fast rap, that's dope, slow it down a little bit, and make sure people understand what you're saying, like, but he's like, yo, you're dope, like, you know, keep, keep doing your thing, this is when he's 13, you know what I'm saying, and like, and then the fact that the very first tour we ever did was, you know, three years later, when he's 16 years old, and, and I, I, I maybe, it might have been a little bit more, I, I think, I think it might have been a little, little bit longer, but I know it's 2016, 
and uh, and and then we go on tour with Hobson. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how does like life? You know what I mean? The fact that life works out like that, it's just that's what I'm saying. It's like there's too many moments like this to 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 be like this isn't what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? So it's like right. I, I'm super grateful for all the experiences, the good and the bad, because like it helps make us who we are and like you know with ben and myself it's been an incredible journey um you know i love i love colin ben and trey all to death like i would do anything for them and like make sure that anytime they never needed me you know i'm always going to be there and like they know that and like and and they're just you know it's been awesome to see them grow and progress in their in their careers and then and as young men you know like uh it's 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 really dope you know and and at some point it's tough too because at some point you have to let them grow too you know so that's uh, there's sometimes where you know when they're younger it's easier to kind of set boundaries or, or ground rules for certain things and, and for some stuff but then at the same time when, when people grow you kind of have to let them fly a little bit too so it's like there was definitely a time where you know uh uh we, we we've been distanced but then we come back even stronger you know what i mean so it's like um mm. the homies record was a really special song for 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 all of us because uh, we had gone through a period where um, we, we hadn't been um, communicating as strongly as we were in the past. And so and when we started getting re getting back up again, it was just it was dope because it was just like we under we both understood that we weren't the same people as we were when we met. And there's nothing wrong with that. And now but our relationship is the same as as you know, but it's just different. You know what I'm saying? Like the mm. love we have for each other is the same, but just the relationship is different because we're in different points of our lives you know what i mean so it's like there's nothing wrong with that and it's just about a matter of uh you know growing together and figuring out ways that you know you can still uh be supportive of one another in other ways in other capacities you know so it's, it's been great so the the homies uh single actually that's actually a good point you want to bring that up because that was like a different change of pace for token i felt like like that 100%. was totally like, from what i'd heard from him in the past like i think a lot of people out here like they know they know him for that fast rap they know him for like his sway uh his sway freestyle and that barring out barring the hell out you know mm. what i mean like putting crazy words together and flows and patterns like that's what he was known for he's known for going i always remember this i was talking about this recently like because his videos have gotten crazy like you, you know what i mean They're like, ridiculous. His videos are just nuts but we always go back to remember you went viral because you were walking down the street rapping nuts. You know what I mean? At that point, your videos weren't weren't even close to where they are now. But you, like, and it's dope to go viral with the entertaining factor with yeah. the videos and stuff. But just remember, like, you went viral because of your talent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's that's something I think that people forget sometimes. And like, you know, and like, it's important to again have people like, you know, uh, just you know, giving, being able to give other perspectives and shit. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, big shout out to Token. I, I think and I love what his he's doing right now. He's trying to like I think even he still gets and I think a lot of people this happens to a lot of people just in creatively, but people get kind of boxed into this one thing. You know what I mean? So that's why I love how homies show that different side of him. And I'm so glad to see like you got involved on, on production there. And he even talks a lot about that on Dentures, his new, newest single, where he's like he doesn't want to be considered like, you know, the guy, the kid that was the freestylist on you know, uh, on, on Sway, he doesn't want to be like the fast rapper. He doesn't want to be the Twitter rapper or the YouTube rapper or whatever. Like he just wants to be a hip hop artist, a rapper. He wants to be known for that. So he loves um, the art. You know what I mean? He's yeah. got a great deal of respect for the art. He like he 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 loves putting words together cleverly in different ways. That and and he just he's just a he's a big supporter of the art first. You know what I mean? Yeah. So being like that, like he you know 
being a fan of the, the these artists and these lyricists. You know what I mean? Not just like these like song makers, but these lyricists. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He comes from that school, so it's like, mm-hmm. like it's it, he wants always to make his lyricism prominent in in his music. You know, but it's like there's other ways of doing that. Like, and that's what I think that he's like you know experimenting a lot with now. And I I think his new projects people are going to be really 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 proud about. You know, they're going to be stoked on it. So I'm excited for it as well. So yeah, and big shout out to Token putting on for North Shore of Massachusetts. And oh yeah, la- another another uh, one of the last ones before I transition to the last couple of questions I have for you here. Um, I knew you you worked a lot with Suriel on what can I say, and I think that that yes. was just an unbelievable statement of the of an EP. So for a lot of different reasons, just the things that he had been through. And I'm sure he's going to come on uh, very soon as a, actually this upcoming week. And he's going to, uh, as we're, as we're recording this upcoming week and uh, he's going to, he's going to talk about it, but uh, tell me about like you working with him on that, like what that maybe meant to both of you working on that project. Yeah. I mean, um, it was a, it was, it was a new project for, for both of us. Um, he just came off doing like a pro um, his first, first official project and he was looking to put out like um, some music. I think when he first was starting to do it, like, I think he had like a, expectation of like yo let's just make like a couple three three quick tracks and just like throw them out there for the summertime you know what i mean and like and i think once we started getting together and working really i realized like you know it's not going to happen that fast you know what i mean we want to make sure that like you know the records are great and that they represent you know the quality of the work the best way they can and and that um you know everything is is, is treated properly because at the end of the day too it's like the music and the marketing is just as important to some extent. You know what I mean? The marketing is it's really what's going to help tell the story, and the storyline is really what helps people appreciate the music. So it was cool. Like, I remember the music video at first what, had the treatment for, like, a heist and this whole thing, and it was like, like, bro, you just made this whole album that was about this personal, sh- like, stuff you went through. It's like, why do a heist video? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't, it didn't necessarily, like, connect, you know? So, like, I remember being with Thomas and, and, uh, and Suriel and just talking about, like, like dude like just your whole project is about this these these things that you've gone through is like you know speak honestly about it you know and it's like 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 why are you trying to create like a a visual identity that doesn't even connect with what you're trying to say in your music you know so it's like uh once that kind of like resonated like he ended up switching it and like and going and making the video as you see it today and that was one of the best visual um, experiences of any music I've been part of, including, um, you know, Token and Joiner stuff. And they and, and they do everything at a very high level. You know what I mean? So it's like um, I'm really just proud of just the work that we do and how we represent our art and, and, and with the artists that we work with, because um, I feel like we try and do everything at a high level and, and tr- capture the artist's true essence of who they are and their, and their as people and their character and, and their personalities and and to show their artistry, not just the music that they make, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I, I think anybody that has heard that EP, like, or hasn't, go check that out. And especially that that video, too. Um, and you also did the last one I, I mentioned. You did a collaboration with, I want to hopefully I pronounce this correctly. Is it Shamel? Is that? Yeah, that's my dude. That's my dude, Shamel. Yeah. He's he's awesome. Um, he's the crypto king right now. That dude would be putting me on mad game. Um, <laughs> uh, but but no, that's my dude. Congrats to Shamel too on the birth of his son uh, this past oh, wow. year. So super happy for him and and, and his family. Um, just a really good guy. We linked up a couple years ago um, over IG. Just like again, like we. I, I'm a big fan of like yo. If someone's dope. I'm gonna tell you. Like I don't care if I know you. Like right. even if even if like I I've. The, I don't even have like even if it doesn't work like intention of like co- collaborating right away i'm just gonna be like yo keep shining or like mm. you're dope like like love your stuff and then it may lead to a collaboration it may just lead to mutual respect and appreciation for each other's music which is nothing wrong with either of those you know what no, i mean not at all um and, and with chamel like we ended up linking up and, and we got together and and this is how it is too with some other artists as well it's like we sometimes do one song and then it's like oh word 
like now we're this chasing that forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Forever. So it's like we did one song and, the shit, and it was so fire. And then we started doing more joints. And then like we kept being like, but that first one, you know what I mean? And so like, and then, and the, but then it just comes to like building chemistry. And then we just kept making more records. And and then it just you know all of a sudden we have more than we think. And, and then you have a project. So it's like we didn't go into it with any like set expectations. We just went into it like let's just make some great music and like. And I think like it's just it came together dope, you know. And like I love putting together like full projects too because it shows the versatility of like all the different sides of like the production and the artist and like the way things flow into each other, like the sonic identity of the project and like how songs like transition. Like I love that. Like I I I'm a, I come again from the background of, of of albums, you know what I mean? Whereas like nowadays we're kind of in a single culture, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, and so yeah. like, but I love albums, you know what I mean? Like the way you listen to a whole album and like you don't skip anything you just let it pr play Those out the and there's a reason for it you know yeah. so it's like i i love I, that. I call it uh, a wall worthy for me because i got and then I got, I got i got more records that you can't even see that are in, in the picture on the side here but like Hell yeah, yeah. I, agree. I, I was an album listener growing up too i that's just what i that's what i was so mm -hmm. I, I come from that as well like I, I totally understand that aspect of it so um yeah so of course we'll link all these projects in the description by the way so if you guys are interested in hearing all these like totally check them out we'll link them uh, you know spotify apple all that stuff and um Thank did you mention you. two and last go ahead sorry no no what are you gonna say i'm sorry no i was gonna ask i didn't realize you had worked with joiner as well joiner would you work with joiner yeah on? yeah so it's joiner we did a song in 2015 um this was actually another super just dope story like like um i made this beat and i i, I liked joiner i was a fan of joiner at the time um i didn't know how i would work with him or anything like that but so at the time i made this dope beat and i was like man this is sick like i could hear his voice on it like i and i'm and, and, and this is it's gonna sound crazy too but like Nine times out of ten when I've said that in the past, even when I had no expectation of how it was gonna happen, somehow, some way I did I've made it happen. Like there was time there was a time where I said that about a terminology beat that I made and I was like, yo, I gotta I'm gonna get term on this somehow. Again, no clue, no relationship at the time, no idea how it was gonna happen. But now that song has terminology on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big rapper, big poo from Little Brother. I oh, love Little Brother. Ooh, like, little love, brother, love, yeah. love, love, love Little Brother. And yes. like reached out to him, um, randomly because i just heard him on something and then i saw he was doing a deal on verses or something like that this was years ago and i ended up like copping a bunch of shit and gotten him on th three songs and i was like this is great like these the, like so it's like i really believe that if i feel something strongly like it will happen i'll make that happen somehow some way don't know how but it'll it'll, <laughs> it'll somehow will will it to happen you know what i mean yeah so with the joiner thing made this beat i'm like man i hear this dude on this so bad like i can hear him killing this send it to him i uh i messaged him i think on uh on facebook and i think he sent me his email and um i sent him the email his back you're like yo this is dope you know what i mean and like yeah. like and i'm like and i'm like he's like oh this is just like the vibe i'm like this is just the vibes i'm looking for type shit and i'm like man it's crazy like you know i was just like super stoked so at the time i hadn't heard back for a while um, at, and also too around this time I'm working at I, I lost one record restaurant job um, because of music and then I'm working at this other restaurant and we, I'm having an opportunity to go out to New York with a token where, and I'm about to produce a cypher he's about to rap in a cypher for a team backpack in New York City so uh, we, we both are about to go and um, I had to call out of work you know what I mean I'm trying to get coverage no one's covering me so, because I'm like, you know, dicks, you know, what I mean? <laughs> whatever. So, but I'm like, you know, we'll make it, you know. But I'm like, I'm going either way. I'm gonna go. So yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm you're sorry. Not giving that I'm, opportunity. Like, I need to go. So I lost my job. I ended up, like, you know, they're like, I'm sorry, don't come back if you're gonna, if you're not gonna come in. I'm like, all right, it is what it is. I love you guys. I appreciate you, but 
you know, have this is what this. I'm supposed to be doing. Like, yeah. am I supposed to be waiting tables? You know what I mean? Oh, that was, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, I ended up uh, going down to New York. Um, we get there for the cipher. I find out that the guys who I was going to produce the cipher for, for um, they already they have an in-house producer in their group and stuff. So they're like, oh, we're just going to use one of his beats. So I was like, ah, shit, like that sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then I was like, well, Ben's still rapping. So I was like, all right, I'll be able to see him rock still. So I was like, that's dope. So at one point, in the, like, you know, we're, it's New York City. You got to constantly pay the meter. Um, I run downstairs to go pay the meter. I, I find out we get a parking ticket because I just missed it by a few minutes. Run back in and find out I missed Ben Cipher, and I'm like, dude, this day sucks. Like, 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 what the hell? Like, I'm gonna go home. I lost my job. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just getting, I'm just getting like owned today. You know what I mean? So, I'm like, man. So I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, stay positive through it. I'm like, we're in New York. Like, with this, this, you know, his cipher went great, even though I missed it. People are talking about it right now in the crowd. I'm hearing this shit. I'm like, oh, this is dope. So, like, you know, we're trying to still make the most of the trip. And this is when we'd go down like early morning and then come back that night. Like we did this all the time. Like we would leave at like seven in the morning, get there at, like one in the afternoon, come back and then like leave at like ten or eleven and then get back like early morning the next day. And then he would sometimes have to go to school or like we'd have work or whatever it may be like the next day. And it was wild. Like we'd have we do this all the time. And like so I'm pulling into uh, Token's driveway. I'm like, man, this has been a long ass night, like just super tired, like days feel like I just got punched in the face all day you know what I mean mm -hmm. and then like I'm pulling the driveway and I look at my phone and I get an email from Joyner and it's saying yo I wrote uh, I wrote a video treatment to this to the beat you sent me uh, shit's amazing um, definitely using this uh, but you know uh, uh, you know send more or something you know, something along those lines wow. you know what I mean I'm like I'm like oh shit you know what I mean so that's when I was like you know at one door closes another one opens type of thing you know what I mean so it's like that was that was special, you know what I mean? And like, again, another thing too with that another one, it's like that song is a great song, and like songs that a song that I'm wicked proud of, like the of what he's saying on the record, like what he like what the record involves. It's called Champagne for Everybody. Um, it's got a great music video. Um, ben Prue killed the video with him, with Joiner, um, Project Two, and like, and it's dope. And then again, same deal. Like when we all went on the tour with Hobson, it was it was Token, Joiner, and Hobson. So, so I'm just crazy. like, this is, this is crazy. You know what I mean? Like just, just, just beyond words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Last night of Torio, I'm, I'm, uh, we're in, we're in San Diego. Um, e double, uh, uh, wasn't able to, to do the show. He had a prior, he had a prior engagement of something that came up. And so he asked me if I could DJ for Joiner on the last show. And I'm like, of course, like, like, no, like, like that'd be dope. Unbeknownst to me, Joiner uh, goes acapella and raps champagne for everybody. Um, on, hey. like during his set, which he, he, I don't think he'd really done throughout the throughout the tour too much, and so that and that was just you know the icing on the cake, you know too. It's just being like, man, like this is beautiful scene. Like, and that's the other thing, DJing. Like, that's the other thing I didn't really get to speak on, but DJing is a crazy, crazy perspective um, to see people listening and feeling your music. You know what I mean? Especially when you're involved on the production and or engineering level. Then when you get to see from the DJ perspective, it's kind of mind-boggling you know what i mean because now you see all the work that you did in this little like you know these little pockets and then seeing how the world opens up to and appreciates it was just it's a blessing you know what i mean and you learn so much from that to see how people move and and what what they vibe to and how they vibe to it and it's like that was just a special moment for me to be able to do that and and to have uh you know to, when joiner rock that verse there and like I still think he's an incredible artist, and like, and, and I look forward to you know doing more records together. So yeah. it's dope. We've we've got we got a few more from the past that we put out. We did the Mother's Day song as well oh, that cool. he put out, and he kind of re-releases every Mother's Day. And that was a song I made um, 
and then Knox uh, co-produced that one as well. And it, again, another song I'm very proud of because of what it means. Like the song's about his mother and like wanted to make her proud and like do do right by her. And there's so many people that share that 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 same sentiment. So it's like, yeah. Again, like I'm really proud to be part of records that mean something and not just like they're not just like nothingness. You know what I mean? Like right. these are records that that we try and bring out the best of people and 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 they bring out the best in us. You know. Yeah, and even for even for you, like, cause you know you're you're having the studio in your mom's house at, at the very beginning, your early stages, like that's that probably is a cool like moment for you to be a part of, cause you know your your mom hundred percent means a lot to you for helping you out with that. Um, yeah, she's no, my I, superhero. Mine too, mine too, in so many ways, like no doubt about it. And she's probably listening to this, so hey, what's up, mama? But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, in all seriousness, man, like. Uh, Hobson's still doing it. I mean, he just dropped a song with NF that is lost. That is fire. I, that shit went crazy. Even and the other one he put out too. I think it, it kind of went back to like the in my mind type of Hobson vibes, mm -hmm. where he had like the different pe characters and personalities. Like, I just like that's the stuff again, where it's like him speaking honestly about subjects that are going on today. Like that's the Hobson that that I feel like a lot of people fell in love with. You know, and Hobson and Joiner too. Like even like a song like Happy Birthday by Joiner. Like just both of those two dudes, their ability to actually storytell, I think, is really yeah. I, I, something that not a lot of people talk enough about or they don't get enough credit for. I think all all the time is like, you know, I, I know that some so Hobson kind of gets that. Um, I don't really share it too much, but I know he was getting a lot of criticism for just being like kind of not corny. Corny was maybe like the word I think some people were using, but I always saw him just as I thought he was a brilliant storyteller, somebody that I listen to all the time. Like his older records, like I still go back to those every once in a while, but I was heavy on those for a long time. I mean, and, hell yeah. And Joyner too. Like I think both those, both those guys just as, um, storytellers i mean i think joiner's obviously bigger now than he ever has been uh in, in his career he's probably hit totally hit, he's hit his peaks certainly in the last couple of years but it's really great to see hobson back in it and like doing um like songs like they like he did with nf like i just i've been i've been replaying that one quite a bit so no and hobson's fire like like too like 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 he produces all of his own stuff for the yeah. majority oh, of yeah. the time and he engineers all of his own stuff the majority of the time and it's dope when people like that because like he's in control of his sound like you know what i mean like he knows what he wants his stuff to sound mm -hmm. like he, he he controls that you know what i mean which is ill you know mm -hmm. so I, I i love that and like that was another thing too like when we were on the the canada portion of that tour when uh uh he, he was you know he heard that someone was going to put out like a diss track or something like that against him so he wanted to put out something like soon to kind of like nip it in the bud you know right so so he's at like i'm on stage and uh or no i'm sorry i'm on uh I'm, we just finished doing um uh like sound check and uh and like you know we go back in the back room and, and they're like yo you got any beats like 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 hobson's trying to you know do something i was like word like oh yeah i'm like but they're all on stage right now <laughs> it's like like there's like my laptop's up there just like you know i'm like shit so like I said, like can I like uh, airdrop and stuff, and then like not not too long before that, like uh, so when when Token did the No Suck MCs contest with with Kato when he won that, mm -hmm. um, you know we've 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 gotten really close with Kato over the years through 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 you know connecting through that time, so and cool. then like Kato ended up producing a bunch of stuff for for racer shavings, and then just you know we stayed we all stayed in touch, and so I was working on some some loops and some samples and stuff, and um, I ended up finding this this dope, actually this dope sample from like this record, and then. Uh, sending that to Kato and then Kato added some drums to it and then come to find out he ends up sending that to Hobson and then like Hobson ended up rapping on that and called it bust that and that ended up yeah. becoming that record and that was like shot on in Canada on tour in the, in the on the tour bus like and it was just like it was so wild because it was just like because like I got him like he's asking for beats right and then Kato's like yo I uh 
he I randomly get a message from him like, yo, I think I found a home for that beat we made. And I was like, oh, sick. Like, this is dope. Come to find <laughs> out, like, they're both saying the same the same thing. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. this is crazy. And then, oh, like, that's awesome. it's just like, you know, I, that's what, again, I'm so grateful for my experiences because, like, these memories are the things that keep me going. And, like, they, they're, they're so divine moments. You know what I mean? Like, stuff I can't make up. Like, like the, like these a lot of this stuff is pre-written in my in my, in my opinion you know what i mean mm. like we're just we're just we're just walking it out you know what i mean like the, a lot of yeah. the stuff is good point it's it, interesting it's it's, it, it's like i i can't I, I i really feel that way to some to some extent you know but, but again i think that's also how we how we lead how we lead our way you know mm-hmm. yeah like, like yeah yeah your resume i guess like i said i was saying that a little bit about earlier for, about johan but yeah your resume of course speaks for itself as well like i just it, the experience you've had like the thank you for sharing as much of these stories that you have like these are just so cool and then uh uh, I'm sure you have plenty more. It's been, I know we didn't get too much time to talk about the DJing and uh, things hey, like well, that. Hey, well, that's why there's always another show. We're you gonna know what get I'm you saying? back. I was about to say that, John. I was like, we'll get you back on here very, very soon. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't see that that being a problem at all. Uh, I think this has been an amazing episode, and I've just been so blessed to have you on and have you share a lot of these uh, these moments with me and, and and our audience, and of course anyone that's going to tune into this and, and your fans as well and your audience. It's just. Uh, uh, I I just I just love what you're doing and um you know just keep going and doing everything you're you're doing because uh it's it's you're just you're you're a great soul man and uh, I just again re- we really appreciate it. it's great to to have you as ours <laughs> as be, thank have you. you as Massachusetts you know and especially North Shore and you hit hit close to home because you're a Beverly guy and even you know yeah. a lot of this was rooted in Danvers even, even though you're a Beverly and St. John like I said I'll let I'll let that stuff slide um, <laughs> no nah, but like honestly I, I'm I'm just as grateful and appreciative and, and honored to be here too man because like you know it, it's it's one thing to to, to you know music is something that it's 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 dope because you have the creators you also have the listeners and mm-hmm. sometimes they're every sometimes they're both but they're both you know what i mean but it's mm-hmm. like you can't have one without the other you know what i mean and, and 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 it's and it's important to that people like that that love music shine light on that too and shine light on the people that that help create and help help do that behind the scenes and so i'm great super grateful for for your for you and, and for for your what you guys are doing um for your movement as well and, and you know Thank shining you. light on all the creatives that expect you know for mass and more that they're just you know trying trying to help and um improve the landscape of, of music and and also yeah. um you know help in, in, increase the the notoriety in massachusetts because there's so many there's so much talent out here that it, it deserves to you know people to know about yeah and share everybody's stories and like these, like these amazing stories that i get i i yeah I, I feel very blessed to 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 be able to sit here and talk to all you guys and create relationships and uh no, it's, it's, it's amazing for me. So again, I appreciate, uh, appreciate your kind words of us as well. I forgot to even mention this too, but John has been uh, nominated for um, producer of the year for at Boston, at the Boston um, Music Awards and, and things of that nature. So you, again, you're just getting a lot of notoriety as well in, in, in the scene. Um, so actually, actually one more quick, quick question is what, like, do you have any advice for anybody that would want to be getting into production and, and things of that nature? Like, what, what, like if you had one piece of advice for somebody, what would it be? Um... A lot. There's a lot. Like, like, first thing with anything, with any field that you get into, knowledge is power. Um, first and foremost, the more you know about any field, from the from the production, the creative side to the uh, the business side, it's only going to be leveraged for you to continue to grow and to not only uh, create more opportunities for yourself and the people around you. So, first thing, know what you're getting into. Know the business. Know the music. Learn music. Learn music theory. 
learn music business, learn all these different things because before you even go into it, if you don't know any of that stuff, you're already you're already a step behind. Like if you have no legs to stand on when something great happens to you, you're not going to have any legs to stand on the second time either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to really learn that stuff. Again, all this stuff I've learned the hard way. Like I, I'm, I'm grateful to be in a position where I can hopefully help other people not – make the same mistakes that I did. You know what I mean? So 100%. learn, learn everything, like learn everything. Like, like the business is so important because you got to protect yourself, you know, in the long run. So like definitely spend the time learning that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, second thing, like it's like, don't try to fit in. You should be trying to stand out because I like that. everyone, everybody, you know, it's, it's, you can make stuff that's familiar but put your own twist on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, find a way to make it yours. You know, that's the most important thing, I think, with music is, like, having an identity. Um, and that could be multiple things, too. Like, for me personally, as a producer, I, I, I just love creating and I just love music. So I make, you know, started as a boom bap guy, but now I'm making, like, you know, like I said, 80s soul pop records. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, if you asked me 10 years ago if, I, if I'd ever make an 80s soul pop record, I would have laughed in your face. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but I've always loved listening to it. I just was like, I'm not talented enough to make something like that. You know what I mean? But it's like you never know, and it's like you just keep feeding feeding your soul with 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 more information and, and and ways to grow and and if you love it, just nurture that thing. You know what I mean? It's like give it the attention that it deserves too. You know, like and like just just go all in and just learn. You know, like it's it, this is a labor of love. You know what I mean? If and, and you have to fall in love with the journey more than the results. If you fall Absolutely. in love with the results, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot, and it's going to be a long ass road for you. You know, it, it's still possible to do great things, but. I think in order to really do this the right way, um, I think you got to fall in love with the journey, you know? And again, people do it for different reasons. Some people do it um, because they love the art. Some people do it because they, they, they see what you can do with the art and with some of the results you can get from it. Um, some people want to change people's lives and affect them affect them in a positive way. Some people just want to party, you know what I mean? It's, so it's it's different, you know, for everybody. But I know what music did for me when I was a young younger kid, and I know what the, the purpose and motivation that's given me as an adult and, like, music changed my life you know what i mean like r.i.p to dmx like that album yes. dark and hell is hot changed my entire life it changed the trajectory of my entire life and like i'll never forget that like ever and like there's so many great memories i have um through music and, and through song and like th- those things will always be there like music is the friend that never walks away you know what i mean yeah yeah good sense no so first of all John Glass, there's some, some great gems for anyone that's trying to get into production and, and, and thinking about if they if they want to produce or even or anything. Really, I think that's just good. Um, those are just good that's good advice for anybody do trying to do anything. I completely totally. agree. I think that yeah, you have to have the right intentions and passions and, and things of that nature. So, dude, thank you so much for for that. And um, I definitely wanted to ask you ask you that and just to give to give the little shed on light. Now I got the I got some fun stuff though for you. I think you guys you're gonna really enjoy these. Uh, so you're a foodie. You talked about that a little bit earlier. You love food. oh yes, you love food. And I've been noticing like you doing like all the food reviews and stuff like yep. that. Like those have been really fun. It's like to uh, tune into those and. Um, and I saw, do you cook as well? I do. I do. I, 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 so I've, I've have a, my first like restaurant job I did when I was 16 and just, I, I love, loved it. You know what I mean? Loved, love being in the restaurants, love cooking, love food, love, love just learning at like those different things. I, I just, you know, I watch food network all the time and stuff. Yeah. I just, 
I love it. You know what I mean? I'm a big, I, I, I enjoy food a lot for sure. Yeah. I've been getting into uh master chef with my family a lot. Like great been, show. We've, we've been, we've been watching like every season, like we've been binging like every season, like all the old, yep. old seasons of that. So yeah, I, I, I get, it. I'm getting into it too. I, I don't, I don't admittedly cook as much as I used to. Cause I'm, I'm uh, I live, I have a house with my, my brother and my mother, my brother and my mother are fantastic cooks and I'm just nice average. Like when I was living by myself, I didn't eat out every night. Cause like, I didn't want to, you know what I mean? You want to yeah. actually like cook somewhat. So I have a couple of dishes I can do, but nothing like I'm not, I'm not the cook that my, my mom and my, my brother certainly are. So I always equate them, but... food and music a lot together. Cause it's like, you know, you make a meal, you make a production or whatever, and you show someone yeah. it and then you can immediately get that instant gratification of like the result of like seeing them take that first bite or take the listen and be like, damn, that was awesome. Or like, this is yeah. good. Or like, you know, that was, that's, that's always been so rewarding. Like, like I love that, you know. Awesome. It's a that's a that's a special feeling to know you can put a smile on someone's face through doing those things, you know. Totally, totally. So I, I, I completely agree. I'm gonna give you like rapid fire here, so you can give me like yeah, Let's like, do it. Like question, like uh, yeah, like a sentence or two to respond to these, but it's gonna rapid fire a bunch of questions. I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts. So, all right. So favorite food to cook, or favorite meal like dish to cook. Favorite dish to cook. Okay. Um, something with chicken. Something with chicken for sure. I don't okay. know what, but it's rapid fire, but, but, but it's something with chicken. I know that some, chicken, some chicken right. base. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> um, so favorite restaurant in Beverly. Uh, first one that comes to mind is, uh, uh, this new spot that just came to my mind right away. It's called butter your biscuit. It's just, they just opened up. It's, it's new. It's, it hasn't, it's, it's very new. It's only been around for four months. Uh, or I believe like maybe even less, but like they they just do everything really good and it's super right. Um, but but as the if you were gonna ask like the young me, um, Tasty Subs in Beverly um, has a special place in my heart because of the pickle sub. And if you're from Beverly, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was right next to our middle school um, in, Be- in Beverly called Memorial Middle School. And when you're a kid, you have no money, and so uh, you walk to school, and then you know you, could, you used to get candy for like 25 cents there, 10 cents. So it was the illest, like nickel. You know, get all this yeah. bomb candy there. But they used to have these pickle subs with the best bread in town, illest bread ever. Uh, you can either put it with mayo or oil and pickles. That's it. That's all it was. But a small was 90 cents, a medium was $1.10, and a one-foot sub was $1.25. Wow. So when you're a kid, you're like, this is heaven, and I'm going to buy one in the morning, and I'm going to buy one at night, and then like after school or whatever, and then I'm going to get it like uh, you know, and eat it, feed it for lunch during the day. And so like, Tasty Subs has a super, super special place in my heart. That's amazing. I love it. Favorite uh, favorite spot in downtown Danvers? Brothers, without a question. Great answer. Great answer. Without a question. Gonna, either, I, pe- pe- people either. come to town just to, for Brothers. They don't even want to see me anymore. They just want to eat Brothers. So you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like so shout out to 7L and his family because, like, that that place is another staple. Um, I used to go to Brothers when they were in Beverly for a long time mm. um, and, like, absolutely love, 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 love the one in Danvers. Breakfast is one of the best around. Their food in general is just cooked with so much love, and, and the people there make you feel like family, and it is – uh, an amazing establishment. It was it was brothers or, or Supremes was going to be was with the only with the only two answers for that. Were, Supremes were is classic too. I love when they do the anniversary every year. We can get like the throwback prices on the yeah, beefs. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. We used to, yeah the, uh, the oldies night is what they used to call yeah. that. Yeah, we used they to. Asked, oh my god. We used to go down there every every year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they had the huge ass line on front and like. Oh you, but god. you go and you could get like three beefs, fries, and drinks for like. Four dollars, like insane. total. You'd be like, "What the hell is this?" I know, I know. It's like, why? What, like, this is this is what stuff cost back then. And now, of course, inflation. Mm-hmm. But even still, um, that's funny. All right. Um, so, f- final question. F- or two, last two. Favorite roast beef joint on the North Shore. All right. So, 
Currently, I think Jamie's roast beef is super bomb on Peabody. That that but um but my favorite growing up used to be Pizza Place Danvers, and I used to get a three way sub. Hidden gem. W- I, but the sub is special because they used to, they used to also toast their bread. No one used to toast the bread back in the day. Now it's become no. common practice. But to Pizza Place was the only place they used to toast the bread. They used to have the illest beef. Like like it was always mad. Like like melt in your mouth and like the sauce was just, and, the, and the mayo and the cheese was perfect. Like. I, again, none of those those sandwiches, world renowned, like world renowned. Every time people came to town that were not from here, you have to hit brothers and you have to get a roast beef three way. It yep. is mandatory. If you're in my presence, this is this is part of your visit. Okay, <laughs> like mandatory. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I absolutely. That is that is the staple. Is the North Shore North Shore roast beef three way. Absolutely, 100%. I've talked about that many times. On this, but one of my favorite foods. Gonna actually gonna get one later with my girlfriend. She's obsessed with them too. So that's where do we're it. Gonna, where you gonna go? Uh, so we're actually gonna hit some hit some golf balls at Richardson. So we're going to uh, Charlie's over in Middleton. So fire, uh, fire. I like a great spot, but I, I like them all, man. Rose, uh, obviously Nick's, um, Nick's obviously, is classic. Obviously Supremes, right? Uh, Bill and Bob's, another classic, right? There's, there's, there's a, Bill and Bill and Bob's PBD is a gem, um, is a gem because they do this one that put me on to a uh, year a couple years ago. They do like an all in one sub, so it's like they do a three way sub, but then they also top it with onion rings and or french fries and that well, shit was get, bomb because the, go the onion rings jam. give a nice little crunch and it kind of takes uh takes out takes over to like like a whole nother flavor profile i gotta i gotta get i gotta get on that jam for sure as well. really good really dope, really good dope. all right final question on this on the food round favorite type of food like if you like like, like your last meal like italian like, probably italian, italian of some sort I, I that or mexican i love italian i love mexican food like i don't know i love just like the way they incorporate so many great flavors and like ingredients, like it's always like mad different stuff. Like and like, I'm not like huge vegetable fan, but I love vegetables in Italian and I love vegetables in in Mexican food. Like love yep. them, and I feel like yep. I couldn't eat them without it. You know what I mean? Yep. And like, so those are two of my go tos for sure. Italian subs, bro. That's another one for me. It's, it's so good. So chicken good. parm, dude, for days. Like yeah, a good meat. Oh, have you been to Amazing uh, Pizza in Beverly yet? I've heard of it. I don't think I've been though. Phenomenal. Is it, is so phenomenal. they do everything scratch made in house. They make their own bread, make their own dough, make their own dressing, make their own sauces. They make scratch made pasta, which no one does. Like like who makes homemade pasta? You know what I mean? They have yeah. homemade pasta every day, and you can get it with like chicken piccata or chicken parm or with the bolognese sauce. Everything there is outstanding i've never had a bad meal there love it i'm excited yeah so anyone on the north shore you got plenty of places now for the next probably like i don't know a couple months to go get food so uh, if, if you have it or if you're from the north shore you probably have, should have checked out some of these but i haven't checked out some of these places so i'm definitely uh definitely going to go in and, and check those out but thanks john for uh for, for the food round and then my final Anytime. question my final question on the podcast fans of turntable teachers you know what's coming all right it's the dream song scenario i'll break it down for you mr john glass you get a song you can make this song with any artist dead or alive Ooh. break it down for you you get three artists on this song now you're a producer three, okay. so you're, you're obviously going to produce the track you can get someone else if you want another producer like that you like can work with on the board so We'll do one other producer for you to work with, and then three artists go on this song. So John Glass's dream song. Again, any artist that are alive, who would be on it? Take as long right. as you need. No, so I, I think I already got a good you got idea. It? So awesome. Tupac. Tupac okay. would be uh, the number one artist. Um, and then as a second artist would be Kendrick. Um, and then as the third artist, um, I almost, for some reason, my gut is telling me to say Erica Badu. Because I think that would just make something really special if I could hear Kendrick, Tupac, and Badu on the song. 
Damn. I think that'd be that would be bananas. And then as a co-producer, I feel like this the greatest of all time um, as far as in hip hop goes and and in the in rap. But um, you know the doc, you know Doctor Dre. <laughs> you uh, mentioned you him earlier, so <laughs> you, you can't you can't you know you can't, can't, can't go, wrong. go wrong with that. You can't know go wrong with Doctor Dre. What he's done on the mixing side to the production side and everything in between, I've I've learned so much just from his career and his and from watching him and learning from him over the years and like. Um, he's to me the greatest because nothing too like he started as like a sample based guy you know what I mean too and like you know getting people to replay things or working more with musicians and the way he mixes records like all those things are things that I care about so much and a lot of that is because of him you know and so um, he's definitely like he's he's like that that sound is something I've chased for my whole life you know what I mean and like and so like I, I think he's He's definitely the greatest, you know, like as far as uh, in, 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 the, in the realm that I'm in, you know. Oh, he's he's a goat. No doubt about that. He's on that upper echelon of producers, no, and especially in hip hop. There's I don't think there's much of a debate on that. So totally. You, you can't outside you can't of hip hop. My favorite producer is like Quincy Jones or, like, Ooh, you know, like yeah. but 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 uh, but hip hop man, you, like Dre is Dre is just top tier. It's just next you know? level. You got it. You got it. Oh, man. Wow. We packed in quite a quite a lot for a little over an hour and a half, but Mr. John Glass, what a legendary episode on Turntable Teachers, man! I I am just beyond honored and thankful that you came on here and and uh, and, and just shared with us as much as you have, and um, you know, your again, your career speaks for itself, and obviously, uh, we, we can't wait to hear more from you uh, in, in the future. But of course, if you guys have not heard John Glass before, there's so many projects he's been uh, he's been on. We're linking them all in the description. Just make sure you go back, check them all out. Follow this man. So, yeah, tell people where they can find you so that way they can keep up with your upcoming releases and everything you got coming in 2021 and beyond. Absolutely. Thank you so much again, man. This is this has been awesome. And and, and I definitely look forward to tuning in and checking out more of your, your guys' shows as well. So this is this is great, man. I, I really appreciate it. And so for, uh, for check me out anywhere um, at John Glass underscore. That's J-O-N-G-L-A-S-S underscore. Um, that's all over Twitter, Instagram, everything there. Uh, we also have a great website where you can check out um, a lot of our music and our videos and more content, uh, sample packs, purchase, and merch and stuff. We, we have nomasfree.com. Uh, that's for our NMF company. And, um, yeah, like uh, basically uh, my all my contact information is in my my Instagram profile as well if anybody is ever interested and wants to reach out. But, um, uh, yeah. I just, you know, I'm just a dude that's grateful to be doing what I love to do every day. I'm lucky to have an amazing um, support system of wonderful family and friends. And, and um, you know, I, I'm just I'm just happy to be here, yo. And I'm, I'm super grateful for, for this for this. And thank you again for having me. And of course, and, you know, just trying to, you know, Duke Ron, one of my homies, uh, he was, a, he was a, you know, a young Glasshouse guy. He had a line in one of the first songs he did. And he says, like, aspire to inspire. And um, that's always uh, stuck with me for my whole life since I heard that. And it's like, that's literally what we're here for and, and is to hopefully, uh, you know, help people feel, you know, inspire, inspire them the way they inspired us and, 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 and you know, keep paying it forward and, and having a positive effect on the world. So Absolutely. that's why we're here. Absolutely. No question about that. And I, I am for sure inspired after this. And I think a lot of people that have uh, you know, stayed this long for sure are inspired as well. So again, thank you for being on here, man, and supporting and thank everybody that's been tuning into this episode. We really appreciate it. Of course, you can find John and all of the uh, all his socials and website. They're going to be linked in the description as well. So, you know, go crazy, guys. Go uh, make sure you go check those out. 
And of course, if you're a fan of John Glass, just comment on to us for the first time. You can follow us on Instagram at Turntable Teachers. Hit up our website, www.turntableteachers.com for all the latest episodes, blog posts, all that good stuff. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast, whether it's um, on YouTube or whether if whether you get um, on uh, streaming services, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, we're on all of them. So make sure you smash that subscribe button. And especially if you're watching on YouTube, Leave us a like and a comment. Make sure you uh, support this man and everything that he's doing. And uh, I don't think this will be the last time we get John Glass on this podcast. I think he will be a recurring guest at some point. But he is officially a Turntable Teachers alumni. So you are you are a part of the family now, brother. So uh, Appreciate it, man. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. And uh, again, thanks so much for everybody that tuned into this episode. Without further ado, I'm Mike. This is John Glass with the Turntable Teachers. And class is officially dismissed. Turn, 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 turn,